Welcome everybody back. To, welcome everybody to Journey to the Parliament, where we investigate and talk about and enjoy the parliaments that have been. And as we go to the August 14th through the 18th, 2023, the ninth convening of the Parliament of World Religions, which the world is uh, is anxiously awaiting. And so today we're going to be talking to Reverend David Sassman, uh, Circle Sanctuary Ordain, which is, you know, we've been talking about that at top quality and very important to our community. And they've been involved as a whole since the beginning of the parliament. Uh, so it's very exciting to have it. And so um, let me go ahead. Hi, uh, uh, Reverend Dave Sassman. Dave, how you doing? Hi, Ned. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to share my experience of, of parliament with your listeners. And so why don't we uh, uh, start with the, where the beginning. So what was the first parliament you attended? First parliament and only parliament, unfortunately, was Salt Lake City. Okay. And um, now you were there and you, uh, so I always ask the same, this one question. It says, what was it that you first, when you first arrived, did you really kind of get a sense of? I mean, did you, was it like a normal convention for you or was it something else? There was an atmosphere of anticipation. Um, uh, of meeting new people and experiencing new encounters uh, with different faiths um, so that we become better at interfaith communication. Absolutely, that was great to know. And for people, uh, the Salt Lake City was based on uh, the, the feminine and earth. So it was a very green event and it had been six years after the 2009. Um, so you are part of the Circle Sanctuary contingent. Um, I, I remember very well. Yeah, we actually have an interview with you uh, from that time. Uh, so in that sort of thing, what did you kind of take away from that parliament for you? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> it, it's it, it's uh, uh, a lot of enthusiasm um, a lot of encouragement, a lot of um, anticipation for better things to come within the interfaith community. And uh, since then, have you seen that in the community? Have you seen it in, in around? I know that you've continued your efforts. Well, we continue to work with elements of the interfaith community here in, in Indianapolis and the state of Indiana. Mm -hmm. um, but the trickle down from Salt Lake City has been very meager at, at best. Mm -hmm. um, and I think part of that reason is because so few people were even aware of the Parliament of World Religions um, and what their mission is and, and how long they've been um, around and, and what their work is. Um, in fact, when I mentioned Parliament of World Religions to interfaith folks here in town, they say, what? Never heard of it. So um, uh, the Parliament has some work to do in getting the word out to the smaller interfaith communities, um, but I, I think I think it's 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 working because it has people like you and I that that become the 
the cheerleaders for the for the movement. Um, I'm sure you've talked to, to quite a number of people that uh, uh, haven't heard of the parliament, and so you have to fill them in and, and educate them and and encourage them to participate. And that's what part of the show is about. Uh, that sort of thing. That's why we're doing the journey to the uh, parliament, just kind of give people an idea of why some of us are excited about this opportunity. So let's go ahead and talk about you. So you spent, you've, you've been working a very long time. I'm not going to say how long, I'll let you do that. But uh, why not? What is it like 40 it's years? Almost now? 40 years. It's okay. I've, I've gotten age sensitive lately. So yeah, I've, I've somehow, I don't know how it happened, but I've got a little age sensitive to my own. I was like, huh, but I'm a grasshopper. So that happens. You met at the first pagan expo in Chicago at the Irish Center. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> uh, and that's coming back next year. So pagan expo, we'll, we'll talk about that another time. Yeah, I'm bringing it back. <clears throat> Uh, be informed about that. Oh, sure. I think uh, I, I definitely will. Uh, and we just recently remember it was 98. Actually, there was one in 97 that was much smaller, but that's a different story. So, Dick, so tell us your work. You've been at this for a very long time. And I, I, I know most of your work you, you've done, you've set up events, you've been a very supportive person. But most of the work I know of you is that you've been really very determined to do well by military men who are practitioners as well or just faith holders or just not military um mm -hmm. actually well let's go back a little bit sure um, that's a good idea um 15 years ago the i was still i i, I was a a new participant with uh circle sanctuary and and psg uh, 15 years ago, the Pentacle Quest was uh, uh, successful in getting the Pentacle on headstones. 14 years ago, uh, the people that were doing the Warrior Blessing Ritual at PSG invited me to take it over. Take over the Warrior Blessing Ritual. And I've been doing that at PSG and here in Indianapolis. And I've done it in in um, uh, all over the country, basically, Ohio, New Mexico, mm -hmm. uh, Arkansas, uh, Indianapolis, Joliet, Illinois. Um, I've sent copies of the ritual out to probably 200 folks all over the country. Um, so that's part of my military ministry. The other part of the military ministry is, is I'm on the board of directors for the Veteran Support Council here in town. And they all know I'm a pagan and it doesn't make any difference as long as we're working for veterans. Um, I'm also on the board of directors for Indy Vet House here in town, which is a home away from home for veterans getting extended treatment at the local VA hospital. That said, I'm all, we've also done 15 years of prison ministry. We've also helped a, a couple folks get some books published. We've, uh, um, I've taken my archive and split it up between, between the new Aquarian uh, library in, in uh, Delaware and the, the uh, Ray Balkan Museum in Cleveland. Uh, because when I die, nobody wants it. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. as opposed to going to a landfill or a dumpster, um, they've 
uh, agreed to take my my archives and my records, and that's great and wonderful. So uh, uh, people will know what I've done a little bit, not that it matters all that much. I've also been instrumental in establishing Guy Works here in town. Um, I established Chrysalis Moon Festival here mm -hmm. in town. And both of those events and organizations were just not my wife and I, but there were a bunch of other people that formed those organizations. Chrysalis Moon is still going on and the ball is going on. It's going on like 18 or 19 years. Uh, Chrysalis Moon is like 16 years. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, my fingerprints are all, all over the pagan community here in town as as well as supporting you and Don and your and your oh, sure. early effort. Absolutely. And um, well, we've seen the community grow. And I think, yeah, you know, I think the, the work that you've done, like you said, you've sent it out to 200 people, the, the ritual. That's pretty amazing to get, you know, to be at a core ritual system like that. And I think it applies a lot. So let me ask one more question, then we, we get back to the parliament here, because I think this applies. What made you so committed to to this because you didn't do the easy stuff. I mean, prison ministry, veterans, and all of this is not the easy stuff. This is the hard stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to kid you. And I think it's I think it's a really important. But what gave you that drive? Hmm? Well, um, boy, uh, the military ministry was pretty easy. I'm an eight eight year veteran of the Air Force. Mm -hmm. Um. From 1964 to 1972, I was in Vietnam three times. Um, so that was easy once I got beyond the um, organizational attitude of, well, you're not really a, a, a veteran. You, you know, that was a police action. That was the war. Well, that's nonsense. So most of those guys that had that attitude are no longer with us and the Vietnam vets are now taking over the VFW and American Legion. So we're, right. we have a, a brother connection there. Oh, uh, uh, prison ministry was um, a phone call from Selena. Um, one day she said, have you ever considered prison ministry? I said, no, <laughs> not at okay. all. Um, so she asked me to uh connect with one of the chaplains at the prison at Pendleton. And uh, so we went up and visited him and wanted and, and got to know what they expected and how we could plug in. And, and one thing led to another and 15 years later, we were still doing it. Um, we haven't done it for the last two years. That would make it 17 years uh, because of COVID. Um, the prisons where we went haven't opened up for volunteers yet of any description. So um, we're just hanging out. Uh, we're, we send electronically send lessons and uh, information on the holidays to the chaplains and, and hopefully they are distributing them to the members of the, of the account letter. Um, they say they are, and I have no reason to dispute them. So. Well, that's a terrifically large amount of work, and also it's a very good service. I'm, I'm losing you, Ed. 
Oh, well. Sorry, I was just doing that. We do this every once in a while. I was, uh, that, so, this is a lot of, so you've done a lot of tremendously good work, and, it, and it's important, and I think people don't understand sometimes. As we're heading into the next parliament, I think one, one of the things is, and I, I've been asking everybody what they think, is defending freedom and human rights. And that's an actually a remarkable statement from the parliament-type organization. Because usually the words they've used in the past is compassion, love, and you know cooperation. They've sought a cooperative system, but now this is the first time they've taken like a pro, in my opinion, a proactive approach. What do you think about uh, the the theme this year? Well, in the environment that we're in, mm -hmm. that is politically charged and words matter. It's it's good for organizations like the parliament to take a stand to help redefine the words that are being used both on left and right so that everybody's in consensus with their, their meaning and understanding. And um... uh, because the right will use freedom and and have it mean one thing. And the left will come in and use freedom and have it mean some, something entirely different, which is difficult at best, not impossible, but it's challenging to make both ends understand that what they're saying is is uh, uh, sometimes disingenuous. Um, so for a faith group, like parliament to take on that challenge uh as daunting as it may be i think it's going to be worthwhile i i do too myself and 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 with it within the global ethics because there is a structure here this has been going on for 130 years actually 30 years of modern times um so we have that they also have the global ethic of where they want to put that organization. So I think that's a very good thing. What are you expecting from the parliament for yourself? Or And and because uh, I know you don't speak for circle. Uh, while you're a circle ordained minister, I understand. I learned that list a long time ago. <laughs> you, so let's be very clear. Um, um, but for yourself and, and, and possibly on behalf of circle, what would you like to see? I'm, I'm hoping for a renewal of enthusiasm. Uh, for the interfaith movement, um, not just for more inclusiveness for pagans, but also more inclusiveness for other minority faiths. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's it's uh, challenging because we don't have the resources that so many other groups have um, to to put tables stacked within literature available at something like the parliament. Um, we can't hand out pick uh, a number, 5,000 Korans um, that, that four different organizations handed out at, at Salt Lake. Um, and I'm not sure if that number is accurate or not. It, it, it probably is low. No, we yeah, I know the literature amounts, yeah, and tables, but um, yeah. I suspect we're going to have a, a, we're, we're expecting to have a table this year ourselves. 
Um, and yeah, and I also <clears throat> also understand that that you want one hundred. Want to bring in delegation of one hundred? We would. We would from feel just like... your tradition, That's which correct. is great and wonderful. Uh, you know, I think I think Circle is going to have probably fifty to seventy five mm-hmm. um, from all over the country. I don't know um, what other pagan organizations are going to be involved. I'm sure the Ostrew will will get will have some representation. Druids will will probably if. If uh, and I don't know this for sure. I don't. If if Kurt White um, decides to to come and encourage people to participate, I hope so. Um, there's, you know, we have brothers and sisters under the pagan umbrella that we don't even know about because they're so solitary. That that is true, and even public groups uh, for a lot of people on the. This side of the Mississippi, which is the east side, I just learned about the west side of the Mississippi, and and that's a, a, a tremendously different type of community than what I'm used to. And lots of groups, which have wide numbers, I just never, I never know they existed. And you have to remember, it's, it's very similar to north side of Chicago, south side of Chicago. Yes. Um, and and I don't know if those if those battles are still going on, but when we first got into the movement. There was a, a an outright battle for superiority between the north and south. There was. Um, I think this being splitting up into the suburbs and a lot of those individuals either leaving the city or some have passed, I think has left it. I think the community in Chicago, you know, see that Chicago Pagan Pride this year, it's gotten to be a lot healthier. It's a lot younger. It's like, well, not younger. I guess we were that age when we were starting out. <laughs> um <laughs> I've, I've, this age thing has gotten under my skin a little bit if people haven't noticed. Um, but we we see Chicago. And that's why I think it's very interesting because it's going to take a lot of cooperation of the Chicago community to have any, suddenly an influx. It, the, the 10, 20,000 people, which is possible this time, um, isn't the real thing. But the fact that there's going to be several hundred pagans from all over the world um, going to be there you know, in the city of Chicago. And that's going to be a, a really important moment, I think, for the Chicago community to really step up and really work with other with these groups and help them out, like housing and cars. Oh, you won't believe the support we need. Um, but that's what I'm saying. And it's right in the back of Yard of Circle, so that's very good, too. Um, yeah, we've asked for 100. We've gotten 42 people so far have already pre-registered. So thank you. Get in your calls. Um, if you're with Circle, um, they have a group rate too, I know. And so get, you, know, you should contact them. If you're really thinking about it, now's the time to join because it'll be the most affordable. Absolutely. Um, and that runs through October 31st. So, uh, well, Ed, you've been to a number of, of parliaments. I've been to every parliament. Okay. So have you seen the, have you seen an increase of participation from the pagan community with parliament? Every single one has had more. Every single one has had more and more an increase. Um, in '93, I was uh, I was I was actually the first volunteer pagan volunteer for the parliament and the offices. And then we saw it. You know, we weren't even represented on the eight. Olivia Robertson kind of represented that larger goddess community, and uh, we were really kind of tagged. So Scott had to get you know get special permission to have us to have a ritual at the lake. Today, we're integrated part of the system. 
I mean, you have Phyllis Carrot, who was the vice chairman. You have Lord Andres, who has been vice chairman. Uh, we are actually represented on that board, um, on, the, on that board of trustees. So we went from being the reason the Greek Orthodox walked out of the parliament and other groups did to being actually uh, Phyllis Karat at Salt Lake City. Phyllis Karat did a beautiful job operating that system. Absolutely. So we've gone from the bottom to the top. We've gotten our, our, our ability to recognition. So, yeah, but I think the 90 for this one, 2023, I think it's about us connecting with the other traditions in an interfaith way about services. We do have some resources that have grown prison ministry, for example, to be able to connect with other prison ministries or other veteran ministries um, with around the world and other food ministries and, and just ministries. You know, I think that's the exciting part because those are the people that work, that do the work. And I think all of them are going to be there and if we can connect with them. We might be able to extend our ability to influence areas that we might not have pagan leadership in. And the same for them. They, we might be able to help other faith groups when they're in trouble in our areas, such as Indianapolis, that you've done an amazing job with. So I'm hoping for that. I mean, if people ask me, what is my return on investment? What is it that I think that I want from this one? I want us to have, now that we're recognized, to have deeper contacts, to start looking at how we make those contacts on a regular basis. Um, that's me, but that's, you know, that's a little bit, uh, people have heard me say this and you'll hear me say it again, but that's, I think, I think we've, we've done a really wonderful job. So I think we're going to have a multi-hued pagan rainbow in Chicago. I do too. So the one thing I think for you, and you kind of mentioned it, is that idea of transformation. For a lot of people who've gone to Parliament, it has a transformational effect of their awareness. And you talked a little bit about that, but you've been a man of the world for a while. So, hmm? well, the transformation is is uh, is interesting because, as most of us who are public pagans um, have experienced. We initially go in rather quietly and and don't bring up our faith because the work that we're doing, except in prison ministry, is not dependent on our faith. It's dependent upon our passion mm -hmm. for that for that activity. But as you move along, somebody says, "Well, you say a prayer." Sure, I'll say a prayer. You may not like it, but I'll say a prayer. Mm -hmm. And when we start to get involved in, with little steps and and open up that closet door that we we or curtain that we put ourselves behind, then you say, what's the point? And so you take it down and you kick it open. You say, OK, I'm an open pagan. Can't deal with it. Guess what? You've got a problem because I'm still going to work for this pro project with you, but I'm not going to try and convert you. Mm -hmm. that's important and most people say okay they're okay with that there are some that say well I'm not going to work with you you're good because I don't have time to fight you and fight this problem together if you can help me fight this problem then we can work together and and 
still be buddies, but not necessarily friends. So let's work on this problem together, get it solved. And then if you choose not to work with me, that's great and wonderful. Yeah. Knock yourself out. But let's solve the problem. That's a very good philosophy. Uh, and I think that's a, a good point. Well, thank you for sharing your journey to the parliament. Is there anything, last thoughts you have or anything that you'd really like people to know? And how do they contact you if, they, if you choose to have them in contact? Contact me at RevDaveCS at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to call me, my number is area code 317-313-3710. Um, any other comments? Let's have a thousand pagans at, at Parliament instead of 200. That would be terrific. Yes, I agree with that. So that with that. And, and uh, then let's form a unified front on every issue that's important to us. And let's work together, together, and stop the backbiting, and stop the little petty shit, and the, and and uh, work together as a unit of faith members toward a common goal. Is that going to be impossible? I don't think so. I don't There's think. a lot of compromise that has to be made, mm -hmm. but I think if the pagan community stops the petty fighting that we've both experienced then we can progress our faith in a better situation than what other people think it think it is um oh you're just playing a game no no our faith is real to us and it ought to be just as real for you to accept our faith so don't denigrate it until you know what you what you're talking about and don't denigrate us until you know who we are and how we work but we have to get away from the pettiness i i that's an amazing challenge out there and I, we're going to follow this and see what we can do so yes and so so thank you reverend dave for that i, well, I, I appreciate it it's quite the uh, challenge hmm. uh, Hope to see you at Parliament, if not before, because you never know when our paths are going to meet. Uh, yes, and I'm on the road traveling these days. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, having quite the, I'm having quite the adventure. And all of it's tied back to I'm so looking forward to seeing everybody and finally arriving at the Parliament. People ask me what I'm doing after the Parliament. So I don't have a clue. I'm just we're going to get to the Parliament. Um, so thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll bring you another episode Journey to the Parliament as we continue. August 14th to the 18th, 2023, the ninth convening of the Parliament of World Religions in Chicago. I think it's an event you will not want to miss. Blessings, everybody, and uh, make it a great day. <laughs>